You're listening to the All The Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. Each week, you can expect tips and tricks from beauty to business experts, or from myself as I navigate life as a young woman in her 20s. Every episode is chocked full of value, tangible advice, while still sprinkling in relatable stories and keeping things real with my guests and you listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in every Thursday so you don't miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Other Things Podcast. If this is your very first episode, welcome to the club and thank you for joining. We're truly so glad you're here. My name is Sophia Merlo, and you can think of me as your new internet best friend who is always and I mean always, down to talk about health, wellness, entrepreneurship, and of course, navigating life as a young adult, because let me tell you, it is not easy. If you're wanting to know how to romanticize your life and add more joy, learn celebrity hair secrets for maintaining healthy, shiny hair, tangible ways to better balance your nutrition and optimize your health and blood sugar, or how to build a business from the ground up to having a client list that includes the one and only Sophia Ritchie, then stick around because those are all real episodes that you'll have to scroll back and check out. Now for today's episode. I have been collecting questions throughout the month of October submitted by you anonymously or on Instagram. This is the fourth installment of our community Q&A. And as always, I would love to know the feedback on this series. The first few have been quite popular, but I always want to produce content that aligns with you listening. Also a reminder for this series to continue to work if you enjoy it. I do need audience participation, so don't be afraid to write in. If you want to submit questions or if there is a scenario that you're looking for advice on that you don't feel comfortable maybe talking about with your girlfriends, you can either create an email so it's totally anonymous or if you want to just send me an email, I promise I will not tell a soul. It's between you and I. And I post the link to anonymously ask questions on my Instagram story. So make sure you're following us there. If you would prefer this series every other month, or if you enjoy the monthly installments. Again, before we get into today's episode, a couple of housekeeping items. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss a new episode every Thursday. Also, I tell you every single week, but I would truly love you and appreciate you if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I read each and every single review and it really means the world to me. For more content, tips, and laughs, make sure you're cut up with us on all of the socials. This is also where you can submit questions, like I mentioned, and that is at All The Things The Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, YouTube, and Threads. Our website is at allthethingstheblog.com, and the email address, if you want to get in touch, is at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com. One more thing before we get into today's episode. As Mel Robbins says, the legal stuff. I am not a doctor. I am not a lawyer. A life health or relationship coach of any type. This is simply going to your girlfriends, asking for advice, asking for a little bit of a debrief on a situation. I know personally, I absolutely love watching Q&A videos on YouTube and listening to the Q&A theme pods while I'm 
working or while I'm driving. It just seems like I'm getting to know the person better. I'm hearing stories that I can relate to and getting insight, but this is not expert medical, financial, or legal advice of any sort. Okay, I'm glad we got that out of the way. How are we in November? I'm actually so unwell over the fact that on Friday, by the time that this episode comes out, the Friday after will officially be December. I think every single Q&A episode, I'm always like, how are we here? How did we get here? But with the holidays, I really feel it. I've been so nostalgic for the spring and summer. You know you're in that kind of depresso mood when you start going back in your camera roll and of sunny days, long days. I think it's because of the weather and that it's dark at literally 4 p.m. And it doesn't start to get light until 8 a.m. So there's a very short window of sunlight that just makes everything a bit anxiety inducing but it's okay there's so much to look forward to it's officially holiday season no matter what you celebrate if you don't celebrate anything at all I just love that there's lights everywhere I feel like things get a little bit more festive it cheers up our spirits and that's something that we all need right now If you relate to that at all, a lot of the questions I picked air on that side of anxiety or feeling in a slump because I think it's a universal feeling for this season and I'm right there with you all. So if I have anything that I do in my routine that could potentially help you or even just validate how you're feeling and know that you're not alone, I hope that that makes your day slightly better and that At some point in this episode, you get a few giggles because that's all I can hope to do with the podcast. I am no expert at all, but I'm always here for some girl time, some girl chats, and some laughs. I have to give a shameless self-promo. I always have so much trouble saying that sentence. That is a major tongue twister for me. But because it is holiday season and holiday shopping has begun, I have to let you know that last week's episode was my favorite Black Friday deals, holiday gift guide. A lot of deals are still going on. So if you're looking for gifts for people, if you're already shopping, you might as well save some money, girl math, and check that episode out. I have everything on my list from your best friends, your mother-in-law, your boss, your boyfriend. I really tried to give a whole range of people that you'd be shopping for and budgets because I know This year, more than ever, I feel like the economy is just not in our favor. We need to give it some Lexapro and get it to turn up. (laughs) That joke might have been too much, but that's just how I feel about this economy we're in. And I'm at the age now I personally celebrate Christmas, and you're actually buying your gifts. You're not just slapping your name on something. In fact, other people are slapping their name on the things that you're buying, so... All the deals I can get, I'm looking for, and I will happily share with this community. But enough about that in previous episodes. Let's get into this Q&A. I have my questions from Instagram and from that link that I post a week or two out from recording. So I've selected some here. And like I said, they're all kind of in that same vein of a little bit of anxiety, a bit of feeling lost, just because I really feel like that's a season that a lot of people can relate to in, and I just want people to know they're not alone. It's totally normal, especially this time of year. So the first question, I'm feeling a bit lonely. How do you meet new people and expand your social circle? Okay, I think even if you have a huge social circle that you're really connected with, you have a partner or you live with your friends, 
I think it's so normal for everyone to feel lonely at times. And that's not a you thing or it's not the fact that you don't have a community or people to support you. Sometimes we can just get a bit down. So that's number one is just recognizing that, that even if you do feel alone, I'm sure there are so many people, whether they're physically around you or not, who are there to support you. And if you gave them a call, would be more than happy to chat and listen to how you're feeling. But how to meet new people. I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode. I'm really trying to get better at my solution to everything not being go to a fitness class because I know that's not doable for a lot of people and some people just don't enjoy it. But it's brought me so much joy in my life in terms of health, happiness, social settings. I've made amazing friends through going and working out and now working at fitness centers or boutique fitness places here in Vancouver. So I think what you can adapt from that is finding something that gets you out of the house that you enjoy. It can start off as going for a walk and yes, you're still maybe alone, but talking to a friend that lives far away while you're walking, talking to a family member and just having a little bit of human connection, especially, I don't know if you work from home, but I've noticed this working from home I'm ready to talk to people versus before I was just drained at the end of the day when I was going into a physical office. So I think carving out that time to be active and talking and meeting up with people is one tip. Another one is don't be afraid to go on dates by yourself and just put out really good energy. And this could be small, simple steps like going to a cute new cafe that you want to try, getting your favorite hot drink because it's cold out, bringing a book or bringing your laptop and being open to who comes up to you, who says hi. There might be another person there doing work that looks like you guys could click or be friends. Maybe you sit at the same table. A great intro to this, what I would do in school is I would find normally like a girl who, if she wasn't in my program, I didn't know her. It just looked like we would be friends. If I had to go to the bathroom, I'd be like, hey, are you okay watching my stuff? It's such a university thing, asking a stranger to watch your things so other strangers don't take them. But then it would just open up conversations because then I would do it for them. When they went to the bathroom, we would start chatting about what we're studying for, how hard university is, but then it would just blossom into this nice acquaintance. And even if you don't see them again, it's just nice having a moment of human connection and that sense of mutual feeling, I guess, for whatever you're going through or working or just the day-to-day life. Like you could chat about how dark it is already. Something simple. You can honestly talk about weather, but it just practices getting yourself out there and forcing yourself to meet new people. Also, with your current friend group, don't wait for other people to make plans. Be the person that makes plans. Especially this time of year, everyone is so busy leading up to the holidays. I feel like I have every single Thursday to Saturday night is booked in my calendar already until Christmas, which I love. But that was a mix of friends reaching out to me and me reaching out to people and getting it in the calendar. You have to make time. It's not just going to happen. And a lot of times people can feel like if no one's texting you, then you shouldn't be the one to text back. But sometimes people just need that initiative and they're in this loop where they're waiting for you to start the conversation. And if they don't reciprocate, then that's totally okay. But you know you've done your part to get yourself out there to make plans 
And you can always make it a group setting this time of year. There's so many dinner parties happening. So you can have your core group of friends and ask them to invite one person. And it could be at your apartment, at your place, or it's too cold maybe for a public setting outdoors, like a park in the summer. That's great. But you can even go on a hot girl group walk and say, hey, Saturday at 11 o'clock, let's all grab a coffee and go for a walk together, bring a friend. And then there's this huge group of people that get to mix and mingle and chat and get to know each other. So I hope some of those tips helped you, but just know you're not alone. Everyone feels lonely. My number one best tip just to summarize this is honestly calling one of your best friends or family members and go for a walk if you don't live in the same city. And I can almost guarantee that you'll feel a little bit better after that conversation. Next one, and this one isn't on the same wavelength as that kind of discussion of anxiety and this time of year, but I thought this was a really fun one, and it's can you share your spin playlist? I think everyone knows now, but if you don't know, I recently became an instructor, a motivator at YVR Cycle here in Vancouver. If you're into spin or if you're really intimidated, please give me a DM. I'd be happy to answer any questions, get you introduced, get you set up on a bike. If that's something that you're looking to get into, I'd love for you to come to one of mine or one of the other amazing instructors classes. But yes, I have to make playlists all the time now. I'm going to consider myself even more of the Paris Hilton of the group because now I feel like I'm a real DJ making all these playlists and the transitions and finding new music. It's so much fun, but it's so much work. So I'm thinking of adding it. I've really dropped off on the newsletters, but coming out with a weekly newsletter that just says, hey, this is the episode of the week. By the way, this is the playlist of the week. So you can listen to both of them on your hot girl walk, or you can get the vibe for what type of music I'm playing in my spin class. So yes, I will be sharing that. And keep your eyes out on Instagram to sign up for our weekly newsletter. And that will be a good push for me to get back going on those and another way to connect with everyone and let you know what's going on too. So that will be the best way to get my playlist for spin if you're interested at all. Next question. I feel stuck in a rut. What are some ways to set goals? I have no motivation for anything right now. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I truly think you can chalk a lot of this up to it being this time of year. Coming into the holiday season, I think it's so normal for most of us, if not all of us, to just lose motivation to do work and tedious tasks. And we just want to enjoy each other's company, enjoy being alone, chill the fuck out. It's been a long year. There's been so much change and it's all amazing. But you also need a break. If we go back to like hundreds of years when people followed the natural cycles of the earth, and I'm going to butcher this, but like the animals do, this is the time where they hibernate. It's dark, it's cold, they're not out being social. They hung in their caves, they cuddled up, they weren't as active. But in today's world, we're not allowed to do that. It's honestly busier than ever, this final push until the Christmas holiday, which a lot of corporations work around that clock. So you're not alone in this. I really don't think it's a you thing. If you're concerned at all about how you feel and you just don't feel like yourself, of course, seek professional help. 
I've recently been seeing a counselor and it's been so great just for my anxiety and I want to get to know myself better. I'm turning 25 next year and I know that's still so young and I'm going to look back on this in a few years and be like, oh my god, Sophia was such a baby. That's so cute. But I'm I'm in a panic about it. In my mind, I'm 17. I'm a teenage girl and I'm just not okay with officially being in my mid-20s. So one way I'm tackling that is trying to get to know myself the best way I can and learn how I can cope with the world around me and how I can achieve the big goals I have. So another thing that I think you can do is take inventory. Realize, is this a situational thing? Is it just this time of year? Have there been big changes in your life that have caused you to feel overwhelmed? Or are you in a little bit of a depresso episode? We all get those ways sometimes. For me, when I'm feeling down and unmotivated, Liz Moody has this tip and it's really stuck with me and that's objects in motion stay in motion, objects at rest stay at rest. And what this means is if you feel absolutely no motivation to do anything and you're just lying on your couch or bed scrolling on your phone, you're going to stay in that cycle of doing nothing and scrolling on your phone. So think of something you can do that has the least resistance. So maybe this isn't putting away four piles of laundry, but maybe this is clearing those three dishes that are in the sink. Just getting up, getting in motion, or back to my previous tip, maybe this can be something fun. Getting outside just for a 15-minute walk, going out, listening to a podcast, listening to my playlist, wink, wink, moving your body a little bit, and then adjust and see how you feel after that if you want to take on another task, something else on your to-do list. I forget what episode it is, but a while back I have an episode of my tips to say more organized and motivated. I just stumbled over my words there, but I'm not going to cut it out. And time blocking is a real thing for me too. If there's something that's on your mind that you just need to cross off, but you've been dreading, I know I can procrastinate and I need a little bit of pressure, but putting on a timer for 15 minutes to get one task done and then knocking it out and not putting the pressure to get every single thing that you need to get done within those 15 minutes, only focusing on just that one thing that's helpful for me. And then suddenly one thing becomes two things becomes five things and you've reached your to-do list or you can at least feel good about what you've gotten done that day and the small steps you've taken to hit those bigger goals. Another thing you can do is rest. As I was saying, this time of the year, rest is in our nature and what we're really craving and allowing your body to do that. Unless it's truly a life or death situation, a lot of times responding to an email isn't, depending on your line of work. But if you're not in healthcare or something adjacent that it's critical, it's normally okay, especially if you feel the need to respond outside of that nine to five hours. I know that's something I feel guilty of, setting that work boundary. A lot of times the lines get blurred with what I do for my nine to five and what I do outside of that. So that's something I'm continually working on. So I'm not burnt out. But one thing I've been doing is trying to get through all the Netflix Hallmarky type Christmas movies because they're just so easy to watch. They let me turn my brain off. Something to do at night before I start reading to have some me time, chill out, And before you know it, this time of year is going to be gone and we're not going to be able to lean into all the holiday 
cheer and cringe that I absolutely adore. So letting yourself and giving yourself permission to also just relax. It's okay. And I need to take my own advice on this one. But I think when we're go, go, go for so long, we don't have any reserves and we fall into this rut, which is what you described. So I hope between those suggestions, you feel a little bit of hope and like you have a path forward or feel validated in how you're feeling this time of year. Okay, next question. Okay, next question. And this might be our last one, just depending how long it takes. This one is fun. I love relationshipy type questions because I just am picturing the person who wrote in and what they're going through and them and I, I'm assuming it's a girl, just the way it's written, but just gossiping and girl chatting. So if you're listening to this and this is your question, I'm talking directly to you. Pretend we each have a glass of something. We're at your apartment. We're just chit-chatting. Okay. This is the question. What would you do in this situation? I am kind of seeing this guy. I think we're exclusive, but he hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend yet. That's not the problem. It's the fact that I don't know if I should get him a Christmas gift. How do I tackle this? I need to know if he's getting me a gift. Yeah, you really, really do. That was going to be my first response is, has he given any hints if he's shopping for you? That's also not to say that if you don't feel like getting him a gift you don't have to even if he gets you one like make him sweat a little bit it's okay that's what I would tell my girlfriend but if I were in your situation I'd want to know because then I'd want to get him a gift I would feel awkward showing up to a dinner or a date that you have planned and he gives you a gift and you have (laughs) nothing it depends is this like a situationship though or do you really see this becoming your boyfriend if this is a situationship Maybe you can ask questions like next time you guys are out on a date or something, drop a hint that you're wanting something and just see what his reaction is if he's open to it or if he kind of hints back if there's a bit of banter about Christmas gifts and Christmas coming up. If he's just clueless, then red flag, obviously. I'm just kidding. But then he might not be at that stage yet, and that's totally okay. So then I think you have to think of what will make you feel the best. Will you feel a bit shitty not getting him anything, even if he doesn't get you something? I think you can never go wrong with a card either. I think that's always safe. It's something sweet. If you're in that in-between and don't want to spend a lot of money but want to have something, I think absolutely a card. And then maybe something that's a gift for the both of you so you're not totally left out in the situation if he shows up empty-handed around Christmas time. So maybe it's a gift card to Cineplex or something. I know the new Hunger Games movie is out. I don't know how long it's going to be playing for. I personally really want to see it. But then it's saying that you have the next date or next date on me. Merry Christmas. That could be really cute and more of an experience. And it's also low-hanging fruit for you. Like, if it ends badly, you still get something out of it. I think that's important, is what do you need from this situation and really thinking of it? If you want to get him a really nice gift, if you think this is going to be long-term and it's going to be your first of many Christmases together, then get him something that shows that you listen to him. 
I don't know if you're friends with his friends, what stage you're at, or if he has, like, sisters. Like, if there's another angle, you can work to try and figure out more information. If this was me when Dylan and I first started dating, we knew we had already been dating for a few months by the time Christmas came around as boyfriend and girlfriend, so it was clear we were getting each other gifts. But I think I was trying to figure out what he was getting me and, like, how much to spend, especially when we're in university and you just have no money. I think I was asking my roommates for ideas or for them to kind of get hints from him for the ballpark range of what to spend. So depending on this relationship slash situation ship, you can kind of work your angles to get a bit more information as to if he's getting you a gift and how much is it, and then you can match that. But to round up this answer, I feel like I'm just rambling on right now, but this is exactly what I'd be saying to one of my girlfriends. Number one, try and work your angles. See if you can get more information to make a better informed decision on the situation. Number two, listen to your gut. If you want to get him a gift, absolutely go and get him what you think fits. If you're still on the fence but don't want to show up empty-handed, I think a date gift or something that involves you so you still get to have an experience if he shows up empty-handed. Like I said, I think movies is a great one. I just personally love going to the movies, so I think you can never go wrong with that. Or a gift card to a restaurant or a cafe that you guys go to often. Things like that that you can do together. I hope this helps, and I would also love an update on this. Please write back in after Christmas or before if you guys do a gift exchange and let me know what happens because I'm invested now. That is where I'm going to leave this episode for today. I like keeping these community Q&A episodes short and sweet. As always, if you want these to continue, I need audience precipitation. So thank you for everyone writing in and please don't be afraid or hesitate to write in. You can send us a DM or the link I provide if you want it to be completely anonymous or you can always send us an email to and that is all the things the blog at gmail.com or socials are at all the things the pod on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, all the things everywhere. That's how you can find us and connect further. It would mean the world to me if you love this episode or if it made you laugh or if you think someone else will receive value from it, please share it with them. That's the number one way to help grow this community is by word of mouth sharing it with your own community. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you think I deserved it, I would be so appreciative if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I look at and read every single one. I hope you're having a great day or evening whenever you're listening to this, and I'll talk to you soon.